Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. We're finishing the business part of Peter's first letter today. Uh, it's after, after this, it's just the hail and farewell, and Mark says hi, and Silas says hi. And, um, but he ends the letter uh, in chapter 5, verses 10 and 11, with these words. He says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. So these past few days this week, Peter has been giving us solid advice about how we can shepherd the flock. And this goes in line with what Natalie taught about two Sundays ago, and which we talked about in Connect Group this week, how do we run the race? And that's how the writer to the Hebrews puts it. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. So in today's passage, it's as though Peter talks about the winning results of running a good race. He says, the God of all grace will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And that sounds like a winning combination. And yet this business of shepherding the flock, the, the way in which we shepherd one another, that does come with some suffering. And I put the word suffering inside inverted commas, not as a scare quote, as some call it, but rather because the Greek here is actually three Greek words, not one. It's pasco, patho, pentho. And when there's a phrase like this in Greek, it's for emphasis. So the full meaning of what's translated as suffering includes the concept of passion, vexation, and also experiencing a sensation. So in other words, you might say feeling things deeply. And why not? As we grow in likeness to Christ, do we not feel things more and more deeply? Do we not increase in our ability to feel compassion and empathy for others in trouble, for others in need? And as these qualities grow, do we not also receive an increasing measure of grace to handle it, as it were? Do we become more tightly yoked with Jesus and we let him bear the burden of the sin that we see, the suffering that we see, the pain that we see, not only in our own lives, but in the lives of those around us, both in and out of the body of Christ? Can we not indeed do all things through Christ who strengthens us? Eugene Peterson, who produced the message, finishes the business portion of Peter's letter this way, and it's great advice. Keep a cool head, stay alert, the devil is poised to pounce, and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God, who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. So let's always remember that. When all is said and done, Jesus Christ gets the last word. It's his victory. 
The result of Jesus running his race is the last word. 1 Peter 5, verse 11, To him be the power forever and ever. This God of all grace whom we worship and serve has given us everything that Christ has accomplished through his death and resurrection. To him be the power forever and ever. We are whole and complete. We have everything we need to accomplish what it is God has called us to do today. To him be the power forever and ever. Even if it looks difficult or impossible, the Holy Spirit in us empowers us, provides creativity and excellence, and banishes all fear. To him be the power forever and ever. Christ provides a solid foundation for us to stand on and build on. To him be the power forever and ever. Finally, let's praise our Heavenly Father, who, as Peter put it at the beginning of this letter, has given us a new hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Today, can I encourage you to pray for yourself, um, that you will know uh, this Jesus working in you, that even when things look impossible, that Jesus is the solid foundation, that to him be the power forever and ever, and we can walk in that. So pray for yourself today. Can I also encourage you to pray as we start a new series called Sent on a Sunday morning, uh, looking at our own evangelism and the way that we go and share Jesus. We uh, we prayed um, as a group this morning for um, the things that the church does, such as Alpha and outreach work, but we also prayed for ourselves that we'd be a... Uh, a light to our families in our personal evangelism and the way that we have a culture of invitation and, and in believing for moments of opportunity to share Jesus with our world around us. So let's be praying about that today. <laughs>